Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but we thank God for this opportunity. We hope that this can bless you throughout your life, even into eternity. There is a word for us today that can help us along our journey. And that word is coming out of Revelation, the 14th chapter. And today we just want to talk about love. If you have faith in Jesus Christ, you express it by showing your love to others and your love to God the Father. Son, and the Holy Spirit. If you truly have faith, there should be a response by your love for each other. Jesus said that you shall know them. Talking about us, the Christians, those that are disciples of Jesus Christ, those that truly believe in him by our love. So the world knows us by our love and how we interact with each other, how we forgive each other how we accept and are contented with our differences as people and heritage and um, how we respond to each other. And I know in this day and time, we have so much going on. Oh, we have violence. We have racial tension. Uh, so many people do wrong and think that they are doing right when it comes to our relationship with each other. Many people don't have conscience now. They can't even recognize when they're doing wrong, violent acts toward other people. But I heard Jesus say, when he talked to Peter, after Peter had denied him three times, he said, Peter, do you love me more than these? On that seashore that morning, when Jesus uh, met the disciples and the apostles, after his resurrection, he asked Peter three times, Peter, do you love me more than these? See, if you have faith in Jesus Christ, you should love him. When you realize that he died on the cross for you, he gave you another chance at life, at the tree of life. He interceded on your behalf between the wrath from the Father and your sinful ways. You ought to show some sign of appreciation toward Jesus Christ. And if you love Jesus, who you've never seen before, how can you hate the one you see every day and call yourself a Christian? Jesus showed us what love is all about on the cross of Calvary. When you look at God, God expressed his love toward us Time after time, when Adam sinned in Genesis, the third chapter, God cursed the ground. He didn't curse Adam because he loved him that much. Even after Adam did what God told him not to do, God did not curse him. He cursed the ground. But he loved Adam that much. In Genesis, the sixth chapter, we read about a man by the name of Noah. 
God loved mankind so much that he decided to destroy it because it was so evil and so full of violence and hatred and, and sin. And he said, I will make another world with just eight people to start off with, Noah, his wife, Noah, three sons and their three wives. That's love. In Genesis, the ninth chapter, at the Tower of Babel, the Bible said that they began to come together, all people around the world. They spoke one language and they began to work on the Tower of Babel because they wanted to ascend up to the level of God. And God said, I'm going to confuse the language and send them to different locations. Because if not, they'll try to do everything to be like me. Instead of destroying mankind, he sent us all over the world speaking different languages so we can understand each other and not come together to be like him. That's love. In Genesis the 12th chapter, God called Abraham when the world was so full of sin that he saw faithfulness in Abram and changed his name to Abraham, meaning father of nations. And said, Abraham, if you follow me, I'll make you a great nation out of you. I'll bless everybody from your seed. I'll bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. And in Genesis 12, chapter verse 1 through 3, we see the seven blessings of Abraham. Because God loved Abram that much that he wanted to save mankind. To give us another chance. John 3.16 comes along and says. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. Once again it goes back. To love. God loved us that much. That he didn't want us to be. Lost forever. He wanted us. And he wants us now. To have access to him. Not to have the worries. And the heartache. And the depression and all the setbacks that we have to deal with every day of our life. But we truly have to come to him and accept his love for ourselves. In John 21 and 15, Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Three times to let him know it's all about love. If you have faith in Jesus, you should have love on the inside On the day of Pentecost in Acts, the first chapter, Jesus had promised that he would send the Holy Spirit, a paraclete, a helper, a guide, a warmth to be with us forever. And what Jesus promised showed up when the Holy Spirit came into the place where the believers were located. The promise that Jesus gave, because of love, it came into our life. And when you read Revelation, the 14th chapter, the last three things that happen on earth will be that three angels shall come forth out of the temple of God preaching what God told them to preach. So before the angel takes the sickle and stabs it into the vine of the earth and calls the end time to come forth. The Bible says that in Revelation 14 that three angels shall come and preach to mankind. So God is going to end the world with a great church service.
but I hope somebody will listen. The first angel shall come out of the temple of God and come down to earth, and we shall all understand him and understand one language. And an angel is going to preach the everlasting gospel to those that dwell on earth. In Revelation 14 and 6, the first angel came and he spoke to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. All before now, every preacher of the gospel, every evangelist, apostle, we have been preaching that he is coming. But this angel on the last day, on the last church service, he shall preach that Christ is coming. So he will be there right then. And he's going to preach to the sea and all the fountains of the water. And all he's going to preach is the everlasting gospel. Christ has come. Christ has died. Christ has risen. And Christ will come again. Death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ that gives us another chance at the tree of life to live forever in right standing with our Father in glory. The second angel, according to uh, verse number 8 out of Revelation 14, this angel shall come along and say, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city. Everything that the devil has tried to work on, his whole city of Babylon, his whole uh, mindset, his whole um, place that he's trying to create here on earth will all fall one day. Every preacher has preached that what the devil has built will never last. On that day it shall fall, and the Bible calls it Babylon. Everything that the devil, his hatred, his his prideful ways, his, his station, his wealth, his forming of the cities to um, be like God, all shall crumble and fall one day. Babylon is fallen. Then the third angel shall come along according to verse number 9 of Revelation 14 and say with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark on his forehead or on his hand, the same shall drink the wine of the wrath of God. And all the torment and fire and brimstone in the presence of holy angels and the presence of the Lamb. So Jesus and the holy angels will be there. And there will still be people who want to follow Satan. But that last preacher angel will be saying, don't follow him because you shall go to the place of fire and brimstone. God didn't want no man to perish but he wants you to love your neighbor. Love those that despitefully use you. Forgive that brother. Forgive that sister, that co-worker, that mom, that dad, that brother, that sister. Those children that have walked away. Forgive that neighbor, the one on the other side of the world that may not look like you. Forgive and show love because we shall be known by our love. We'll all be at that church service on the last day when the three angels from God will come and preach to us and we shall all hear it and understand it. 
And then the Bible says after that, Jesus is going to let the angel stab the earth with his sickle and draw forth the vine. This belongs to God. This is his field. And the Bible says it shall be blood all the way up to the knees of those here on earth. But blessed are the saints that die in the Lord. So we'll make it home all right. We'll be all right if you have faith in Jesus Christ and you love your neighbor. Keep the faith because the Spirit says, blessed are those who die in the Lord. Dying in the Lord means to remain faithful to the end, fasting and praying and hoping and reading your scriptures, standing on the word of God. There may be somebody today who may not know Jesus, may not know him for yourself. And I'm here today to tell you that God loves you. He sent you his very best. Time after time, he showed his love. I'm going to say a prayer. If you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. Heavenly Father, I come now. Forgive me of my wrongdoing. I repent of my sins. Lord God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Forgive me of things I did wrong in my knowing as well as my unknowing. Wash me. Cleanse me. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Father God, I believe. Lord God, I believe you died on the cross of Calvary, gave the Lord's Supper, placed in a borrowed tomb, but early that Sunday morning got up with all power in your hand. I believe you sit at the right hand of God the Father, interceding on my behalf. I believe. Have your way with my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. We love you at kneeling. We're praying for you. We love you. God loves you. Jesus gave himself for you. And the Holy Spirit is here to help you love your neighbor. We want to remind you this Saturday, June 11, that we'll be at Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802, giving out t-shirts and care bags to children and adults from 11 to 2 p.m. Come by, listen to the music. We'll also have gift cards for gas to help people in this time of uncertainty. Feel free to come by this Saturday at Neely United Methodist Church for our summer giveaway for clothing and all new things to you and your family. We love you. Be blessed. We're praying for you. Keep the faith and keep a smile on your face for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.